Hello you guys, welcome to Friday Celebration Friday. Hope we are all fantastic and amazing and bringing on home at the end of the week in a really fun, fabulous and amazing way. Of course you are because you are fabulous and amazing. I don't know even why it was never in any doubt. So welcome to Friday. I would love to hear what you're celebrating, what's worked really well for you this week, what you're just loving the shit out of. Um, I'm really grateful for some warm weather. I've got to tell you, it is uh, spring, finally, here in the land of Australia. And it's been a really beautiful week, except for today, where it is cold and it is windy. And I'm about to head out and do the mum thing, hey Gail, and uh, go watch my kid play softball in the inter-school softball stuff. So he's so excited. He, um, He's, he's taking his baseball gear, he's a baseballer, taking his baseball gear to school and he's just beyond excited to, to go and play sport all day. So what I wanted to chat with you about, I saw the Libra ad. Have you guys seen it? Um, it is, it's really interesting. It's all about periods, menstruation, obviously, and it's depicted, I think, for the first time ever uh, in Australian history, I believe that there's been red liquid actually placed on a pad and there's actually some blood shown on underwear and, and things like that. And I've kind of gone, oh, this is a bit interesting. I'm the daughter, the, the mother of two daughters. Um, I'm obviously a woman, um, maybe not obviously, but I'm, I'm a lady. Um, and this has been, it's kind of really interesting. I think that there's, um, I found it interesting. So I showed my 18-year-old daughter last night. I said, oh, hey, have a look at this. Like, what do you think? And she's like, oh, is this actually being shown? Like, is this, is this an ad? And I said, yeah. She's like, oh, I think it's a little bit too much. I've gone, oh, okay. I said, well, what did you like about it? And she was talking about the guy walking in to buy the feminine hygiene stuff, like pads or tampons or whatever from a, a store. Um, and she thought it was like, you know, what she actually said, she said, you're never going to be in class saying, hey, can I have a pad? And then hand it over. And so I've kind of gone, well, you know, it's interesting, right? And she said, well, because, you know, it just, it just doesn't get talked about. Like you talk about it between like maybe in a group or whatever, but certainly not in front of a class. I said, well, it's interesting how there's a whole lot of stigma around around bodily functions and and things like that. And, and I've just kind of gone, this is actually, you know, me with my um, my head, my my head, my my business hat on after I've had the mother hat. I was curious to hear her take on it. There's no way no man I would ever say when I was in 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 at school, hey, and I don't even like think like I don't think I'd even say it around the around a dinner table if we had friends. I'd hey, if you just have one, like I can borrow or use, you know, it's just not the kind of thing that you really talk about, right? Uh, Kristen, I'm a mother of three girls, 13, 17, 19, and I understand. Yeah, you know, but there is so much. Um, that there is it's just it's just really interesting so what it kind of and there's i was reading some of the comments underneath and there was firing back like going oh my god this is just too much and uh a man commented underneath uh, one of the one of the videos or the articles that i looked at he's just gone like we all i think he said the word shit or we all poo or like whatever and they don't go showing pictures of that on television to to advertise toilet paper and it's like well you know maybe that's a a fair call um but what it showed me, there was a whole lot of support as well. And it was a really great example, you know, putting business hat on, of polarization and calling something out. 
And I think like if you if you're looking at it through a marketing lens and that I know that there's undercurrents of things that go on. Hey Jess, there's undercurrents of things that go on in all of our industries that get kind of like brushed under the carpet or swept underneath or whatever. And and I think it's really important to bring these things to the light. And the thing that we've got to realize. And so like, I think using this Libra ad as, as a really great case study and it was a really great example, there were things that I took out of that ad that I thought were really freaking excellent, right? I mean, they depicted, they did, what did they have? They had the school kids, they had the young girls, they had a party, they had sex, they had someone, not the young girls at the party being 15, but they depicted a sex scene without it being like really explicit. Um, they had swimming, they had girls crying, you know, so they showed this, like this typical level of, of empowerment that, that comes, that tends to come along with, you know, feminine hygiene product ads or shampoo ads and, you know, things like that, like, um, like ways of keeping ourselves clean, so to speak, or whatever, like whatever we look at. But it's kind of interesting. I think that they, they showed a different, perspective and they've copped a lot of flack for it. They've copped a lot of support for it as well. But going through that ad, like when I was looking at it, it's like, yep, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, that's a little bit too, you know, a bit too much pushing the boundaries for me. But but when I take that ad out and I look at other people that I follow or have followed or look at other marketing campaigns that I've kind of been interested in or thought really good, most of the time I'm not agreeing with every single point that's being said or being shared. I might not like the outfit, for example, every time that someone wears when they're marketing their stuff. Maybe I don't always like the language that gets used or whatever. You know, I'm, for, for those of you that don't know me, hi, my name's Nicola. I'm quite a prude. You know, so a, self, a self-confessed prude. And there's different things that sometimes get put up and I'm just like, oh, that's a little much for me. I get it. But, you know, like, okay, you know, I understand. I can look at it a bit more analytically. And I think what's really cool about this when we're using this polarization or calling the issues to the forefront in our marketing, it helps people to number one, like hear the things that they need to hear. But we've got to remember that we're not always going to agree with everything that someone puts up, right? We're not always going to agree with every single point that they make. But what we're looking at doing is building up enough, like we'll call it like trust points, right? We'll look at building up enough trust points that people can kind of go, yeah, you know what? That's great. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I'm not quite sure about that. But you know what? That's great. That's great. That's great. That's great. You know, I know some people, they they might not like the fact that I swear or like that I say like queen of the motherfucking internet or like whatever, or I de- declared myself the queen of the internet, which I totally taking a piss, right? But aside from that, you know, I know that that will put some people off and some people can't look beyond that. And that's okay. They're probably not going to like being in my stuff. If there's things like when, when you're actually showing up, when you're sharing your opinions, when you're voicing your opinions, when you're, when you're, when you're bringing this stuff out, it will automatically polarize people. 
either away from you or it will magnetize them to you. And the Libra ad I thought was a really, actually a really great way of showing some some really kind of clever, actually, I think, marketing strategy in the sense that people are really talking about it. People are talking about the ad. They're either liking it or they're not liking it. It's like the Nike ad um, with the, 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 oh gosh, it was maybe six months ago now, the guy with the big hair and he was um, calling it, calling out something. I can't remember what the issue was now, but it was like, it was making a big, a big, claim and Nike copped a lot of flack for that as well as a lot of love love support and attention so how can we learn how can you learn if you haven't seen the ad go and have a look at it um I think it's really it's it's for me it's quite tastefully done I didn't like the end bit I don't think anybody uh, that's uh, personally I don't think anybody needs to see blood on a pad I don't think that's me that's just me it's like I wouldn't want to see poo on a piece of toilet paper in that gift marks or anything like that's just I don't know that's my opinion you might have a completely different opinion it doesn't matter and that's why the world is beautiful and that you can have your opinion and I can have mine and you know we all can coexist beautifully and peacefully and lovingly um but how can you learn from this ad what can you take away from it yeah there's probably some shock and awe strategies used in there to get people like to, to catch people's attentions and attentions attention and things like that, and and that is a strategy. But I think there's an underlying, there's a bigger underlying message underneath there, which is around addressing the stigma around that. So how can you call that out in your industry? How can you throw some rocks? You know, I for me, I'm a massive advocate for you being you. You you guys know this, right? I want you to show up. I want you to be you. I want you to trust in what needs to be said. I I really believe wholeheartedly that you need to do things. Actually, I think there's no other way, but you need to do things that are in alignment. If you really want to reach the heights that you want to reach, if you really want to build the business that is limitless, then you know you've you've really got to be you. And I think yes, you can go down the the ones and zeros strategy side, and you can go and buy the big complex marketing funnels and go to all that shit. But you know you don't need to do that. And and this is where I think like the the things that I get really um, opinionated about and pissed off about are people that say that that is the only way because it's actually not right. So that and that you have to post on social media twenty five hours a day or 25 times a day, 25 hours a day, that you've got to go and direct message people and build those connections. And you know, that that is the way and just, just what has to be done. Like I, I disagree with all of that. So how can you throw rocks at your industry and what's being said is being the norm or the thing? Then I want you to take a stand. Like what are you actually taking a stand for? You know, one of the big things that I'll say to my clients are like they they might ask me my, an opinion or they'll they'll say oh look this is what's going on you know what do you think and I'm like well you know before I ask before I answer what I think like what do you think you know I I think that you don't you you it's, it's that really annoying really freaking annoying coaching phrase which is like you've got all the answers within which you do. But sometimes we need help pulling them out, right? So that might be going through a journaling session. It might be through a coaching session. It might be asking a whole ton of questions. Jess and I, who's on the live today, like we, we bounce back and forth on boxes. She's like, this is what's going on. What do you think? And I'm like, well, you know what? This is what I think. But then you've got to work out what you think. You know, I was reading a post. Uh, actually, it was really good. I'm in a mentoring group, a like a mastermind group 
thing with with a mentor of mine and one of her clients posted some old excerpts from a group that a different group that we were a part of and she was talking about her failures and one of them was where she implemented a strategy that was very uh which is very much in terms of a funnel and and a program rollout that was essentially the same as one of her friends, right? Not with the same content, it was with her own content, but the same essentially like the same business model and, and the same way of delivering. And it failed abysmally. I've done this where I've failed more times than I can count you guys, right? But just because it works for me, doesn't mean that it will work for you, right? You've got to find your way and that's where the answers are within you, they like really come in. But then the other piece about this that I think is super important is that you've got to commit to the process. And the process is, is this unfurling and unraveling and, and peeling back the layers of you really rediscovering who you are. I was writing in my journal yesterday, as I do every day, but one of the things that I wrote in my journal yesterday is like, do you remember like when you were a kid? And you you might have been playing, maybe it was dress ups, maybe it was uh, like uh, like role playing, maybe you were pretending to be a teacher or um, you know a performer or like a prima ballerina. Do you remember what you wanted to be when you when you were a kid? You know, my son wants to be a pro ball uh, a pro baseball player, and my other daughter, I think one of my one of my other daughters wants to be a vet nurse, and another one of my daughters just kind of trips and you know flits between a whole range of different things. I think ranges from art to teaching to I don't have any idea, mum. She's nearly thirteen, and you know I think back to when I was a kid. And I was like, I remember teaching my brother in a cubby house. We had a blackboard. Dad put a blackboard in and, and I, I wished that I'd had one of those big, you know, so showing my age. We used to have like the one meter rulers at school with those like little notches and you'd hold the thing up and then you'd do the like the lines up like below the things and so that you'd have the sentence blocks. So like really nice lines to practice writing. I remember teaching him handwriting in there. Um, I remember standing on one of our fence posts and posts and singing to the crops and entertaining and pretending that I was a TV host. But back then, I remember like everything felt like it was, there was so much potential, right? It was like, there was, it was, it was like limitless potentiality. There was like limitless possibilities. Teacher Jess, of course, of course it was for you. So, you know, we, we had these we just, we just somehow, like, I don't know about you, but I just somehow believed and trusted and knew that that, that, would, that that was possible and that it was an option, right? And then we kind of become adults and we have to become really serious and think about our future and, and fit ourselves into the conforming of, of going and getting a job or going to university and, you know, doing a degree and things that we probably decided we don't like and having a hex debt to, you know, go along with it, but we're not having that conversation today. But I think what's really cool is that when you start sharing your opinions and your messages and, and you start to really come back to that trust, right? Like what you had as a kid pretending to be a teacher, you fully probably believed that you were a teacher like when you were a child. You probably fully believed that you were a, a like you had that energy about your whole being that you were a television presenter or a performer or a healer or a vet or a champion horse riding person or a prima ballerina or like whatever it was that you or a fire truck driver or a police officer or like whatever it was for you 
when you're sharing your message and you're sharing the things that are really important, hey, Amanda, it is like, I really want you to kind of like come back to that feeling of, of absolute trust and alignment that like everything is absolutely limitless and there is so much potential because that is one of the things that's really key to you being able to expand and evolve and, and reach the heights that, is, that it is that you really want. So you've just got to do you, right? You've got to do you. And there will be people who like it and there'll be people that won't, which is really actually, if we think about the, the polarization conversation, like with Libra, you know, if you are your brand, we can polarize people just by being ourselves. Everybody doesn't like us. That's great. Some people think I'm a bitch. Some people think I'm a snob. Some people think whatever, like it doesn't even matter. And a lot of that, I think, you know, is perhaps sometimes like a bit of my responsibility because I get really, really anxious, right? I actually get really socially. I have this conversation with a friend of mine um, who like we play roller derby together and we were talking about it in depth a couple of months ago. I have some quite severe social anxiety, right? To the point where I really resist going and meeting new people. It's different if it's in my work environment, right? I'd, I'd love to meet you guys. You know, I'd love to have an event and, and have you guys in the room any anytime, any day, you know, any day of the week, come hell or high water, like I, I'm there, bang. But as a, as a as a normal human functioning in society, um, like in, in the, in the public domain, let's say where I'm not in work mode, I'm in personal mode. I, I find it really hard. And I think sometimes because like, I'll, I'll kind of like, I sit back and I observe and I look and, you know, I don't think that people remember me and I don't think people remember my name. And sometimes I don't remember their names and then I feel really awkward. And I'm like, oh God, like I was in the, in the drop-off zone this morning and my son got out of the car and I just, I was like smiling at him, like in the rearview mirror as he went and got his bag out of the boot. And the the lady behind me, I saw this smash, uh, um, flash of a smile and, and I was already smiling. And then I realized later, I'm like, oh shit, that was Amanda. Like not this Amanda, but a different Amanda. I'm like, oh shit, she's probably gonna think I'm a bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, why even whatever? But it usually takes me you know, just it just takes this thing. But but I guess if I'm doing me and you're doing you, and you're right, Kristen, absolutely do you, then, you know, people are going to like you or not. People are going to understand you or they won't. People are going to resonate with you or they won't. And it's really the best sort of polarization that you can, that you could possibly embrace because it's just, it's effortless, right? Like you just do you and people will come along for the ride or they won't. Like it doesn't even have to be strategic. Where the strategic piece comes in is where you're looking at your industry and you're starting to throw rocks. Where you're starting to say, no, I actually don't agree with that. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, or I really agree with this and I'm absolutely advocating for it. So we've got to take a stand. We've got to find our voice. And the best way that you can do that is just by by practicing it, just by doing it, just by making it freaking happen. And the more you do that, the easier it becomes. And we've got to kind of like, really start to let go of some of that small stuff that's really kind of inconsequential in the grand scheme of things. Um, I had a message, it's funny, I had a message overnight uh, from a lady, a client of mine actually, a, a new client of mine, who saw the live stream yesterday where I was talking about uh, like the results of the burden of the client, not of the mentor. And then there were caveats to that statement, obviously. Um, 
And she said, "Oh, thank you so much for sharing this this story about the about these these about disgruntled customers." And she said it was really inspiring. And she went on to share a bit about her story. And and to me, it was just like, oh, she said, "Oh, I, I really admire your no fucks given attitude." Something like that. That might not be. I'm totally paraphrasing because I can't remember the exact words. I don't have it up. And it's like, well. You know, for for me, I, I I tend to give a lot of fucks, right? But I know that that's unresourceful. Do you know what I mean? It's like I give a fuck about the people who care, who matter, who are doing the work. I don't give a fuck about the people that don't like me. Like they can go jump. Like I don't care. I actually don't care. I don't have time in my world to be thinking about them. I'd rather be thinking about you guys. I'd rather be thinking about my clients. I'd rather be thinking and giving a whole ton of fucks to the people who matter. Yeah. Like not to the people who don't. And I think it's also really interesting because I, like I said, you know, around anxiety and, and this social anxiety, which is, you know, kind of really interesting to me. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know if you guys, like how, how long you've been following me or if you know about like my, some of my ancient history, I was in a, in a DV relationship for a half years, actually going back in my very early twenties and like teen, like teens, early twenties. And I was, I was like a little scared person. It was like a little, like a little scared kid. And I gave a whole lot of fucks about what anybody thought and what everybody thought. And I had my whole confidence completely eroded. And I mean, you guys can, can understand that, you know, with the, the physical, emotional and mental abuse that kind of happens in, in some of these kinds of relationships, which is what I went through. You know, it takes a lot of healing and a lot of getting over. And, and I think that for me, you know, there's also, there's also been a whole lot of, self-protection and stuff that's gone on in my adult life to to not allow myself to get in that position again or or to that's that's not what I mean um to to be impacted by what other people think or by what other what other people say right and you know it's just it's a muscle that we build guys so I think the thing that I hey Jody um oh you were around in my in my previous life when when that was when that was all going on um, you know, I think it's this thing where it, you're, you're not going to have it. Like if you, if you're kind of brand new to you finding your voice, if you're sort of brand new to, to doing you and, and sharing the message that you need to share versus thinking about the ones and the zeros and the strategy and the things and the widgets and the stuff, then it, it's going to feel really unfamiliar. It's going to feel really, really weird. It's going to feel um, odd. I mean, Jody, Jody and I worked together like back in like when I worked for Westpac, Westpac days. Like, this is this is moons and moons and moons and moons and moons ago, like two thousand one, right? And I was a different human then because I was still I was I was very fragile. <laughs> I was a very very fragile human back then, um, and very young. So it's kind of I mean I'm still very young. You get the point. Um, so I think it's this thing that I really want you to take away is that. It, the more you share, the more the more confident and certain that you can be in who you are and you start practicing, then the muscles build. And you'll find that you're polarizing without even kind of meaning to and the people who are meant to be around you will stay around you. The people who are meant to just go will just kind of like fall out of your awareness and will just go away and that is absolutely fine and great. Throw rocks at your industry, take a stand for something, 
But the bottom line of it all, guys, is that you've got to be you and you've got to do you first and foremost every minute of every day of every week of every month of every year. And, and that's what's going to make you successful. It's also the thing that's going to feed you the most or give you the most joy and it's actually going to feed your soul and bring in the people who are your hot cold clients. It'll help bring in the people who are supposed to be there and so that you can do more of what you do, which is motivating, inspiring, healing, educating, transforming, and being being the conduit of magic, which is really what it's about. So that's me for today. I'm going to love you and leave you and go out, brave the cold and, and watch this softball game. So have an amazing day. Remember to share your voice, share your message, get out there, go help some people, have a whole shit ton of fun doing it. And remember that the world is so fucking ready for your brand of awesome and we all love you, right? We're all here to cheer you on. You're not, you're not on your own and you're amazing and I just think the world needs to see that. So go have a great weekend, have an amazing day and I'll chat with you all really soon.